Lady, sing the blues. And listen to the music. Sounds pretty horrible. I think it sounds kind of awesome. I'm Jared Hall from Entertainment Weekly, and here's what to watch this weekend, Friday, February 26th through Sunday, February 28th. We are counting down the weekend's top five must-see picks from TV and movies, but first, your entertainment headlines. Don't believe everything you read online. Despite rumors that Harry Potter star Emma Watson is retiring from acting, her manager tells EW that those reports are not true. In a statement, Jason Weinberg at Untitled Entertainment says, quote, Emma's social media accounts are dormant, but her career isn't. He's referring to reports from the Daily Mail, which state that her agent says Watson has gone, quote, dormant. The actress was last seen on screen in 2019's Little Women. One star who definitely isn't dormant, Mike Tyson. The former heavyweight boxing champ isn't pleased about a newly announced limited series coming to Hulu called Iron Mike. Shortly after it was announced, Tyson punched back on social media, saying in part, quote, Hulu's announcement to do an unauthorized miniseries of the Tyson story without compensation, although unfortunate, isn't surprising adding, to make this announcement during Black History Month only confirms Hulu's concern for dollars over respect for black story rights. Hollywood needs to be more sensitive to black experiences, especially after all that has transpired in 2020. Tyson also says that an authorized story of his life is in development and will be announced in coming days. Representatives at Hulu did not immediately respond to EW's request for comment. All right, let's take a bite out of this weekend's picks with number five, The Walking Dead. The blockbuster AMC series returns Sunday night with the first of six bonus episodes tacked onto season 10, whose finale aired back in October. After the end of the Whisperer's War in that finale, we now find the survivors trying to pick themselves up and carry on after the destruction the Whisperers left in their wake. Here's a clip from Sunday's episode. You let him out? Alpha needed to die. And Negan was our best chance. We were going to lose everything. Negan's a reason we didn't. So what now? Well, everyone's just supposed to go to... What was it? Alexandria. Right. So we all go to Alexandria and live next door to the guy who torched this place? Same guy who killed her husband. Is that right? We're still figuring things out. When speaking to EW, showrunner Angela Kang called the episodes, quote, a combo platter of a variety of things. The first episode centers on Maggie, who returns with a story she's not ready to share, even when her past catches up to her. Later entries will focus on adventures for Daryl and Carol, Gabriel and Aaron, and more, along with an adaptation of the standalone comic, Here's Negan. It all begins Sunday at 9 p.m. on AMC. Time for a little poetic justice with our number four pick, Dickinson. The popular Apple TV Plus series wraps up its second season today, and there are a lot of plot threads to deal with. Sue's affair with Sam, Shipley and Vinny hooking up 
again. And, oh yeah, the uh, looming specter of civil war, just to name a few. Of course, the centerpiece of the finale is Emily, having realized fame doesn't suit her, fighting to get her poems back from Sam. Dickinson star Haley Steinfeld recently spoke to EW's Maureen Lee Linker about portraying Emily's struggles with fame and bringing the season to life. There was a sort of blurry line I felt between myself personally and Emily in this in this season that I definitely found challenging. Um, fame in and of itself is not something I have spent a lot of time thinking about. Uh, it's never been something that has made me feel strongly one way or the other about who I am or what I do, uh, thankfully. And so I found I was looking for the same answers um, or looking for answers to the same questions anyway that that Emily was asking herself. So it was definitely challenging, but um, it made me think, which I, I love this character in this show for doing. Everyone else who loves this character in this show can rest assured there's more on the way. Apple has already renewed Dickinson for season three. Here's Steinfeld again on what she hopes series creator Elena Smith has in store for Emily. I, I just love the idea that this show and this character and her poetry can take us to so many different places. And I'm very much looking forward to seeing what Elena has created for our season three. Um, I have no doubts it's going to be wild as that is. I believe our show in one word um, and, you know, dark and interesting and um, we'll always have that Dickinson timing and, and comedy to it. But um, I'm excited to tackle new subjects that this show, you know, has the ability to tackle head on, um, whatever those may be. But let's not get too ahead of ourselves. The season two finale is now available to stream on Apple TV+. All February, we are celebrating Black performers and artistry for Black History Month with recommendations from EW staff, stars, and filmmakers. Today, we're highlighting Black Renaissance, a new special from YouTube that spotlights Black creatives and artists who have fueled change throughout history. The special will feature appearances and some performances from President and Michelle Obama, Killer Mike, Desus and Mero, Stacey Abrams, Bob the Drag Queen, and many more. It's a journey through Black culture and creativity of the past and present and a celebration of the history makers who shaped the world. You can watch Black Renaissance on YouTube starting at noon today. Number three. On a related note, our number three pick is a new look at one of the most iconic black entertainers of all time, Billie Holiday. The jazz legend is at the center of the new biopic from director Lee Daniels, The United States vs. Billie Holiday, debuting on Hulu today. The film centers around the U.S. government's attempts to stop Holiday from performing her powerful anti-lynching ballad, Strange Fruit. These efforts would result in her arrest and imprisonment, her heroin addiction becoming public, and the loss of her license to perform in cabarets. But ultimately, of course, Lady Day could not be silenced for good. Grammy-nominated singer Andra Day makes her acting debut as Holiday, and she's a guest on an upcoming episode of EW's The Awardist podcast, where she discusses embodying the iconic musician. Here's a preview of that conversation. It was a really just like paradigm shifting moment for me or just or sort of ushering in a new season I guess of my life a new season of me essentially you know and and I'm a very a deeply spiritual person so I've just sort of been praying a lot about you know how to come out of her and how to come out of this experience and um and which I, I feel like I am as of late even though you know now that we're <laughs> we finished filming 
December 9th, 2019. So now, you know, a little over a year later, I, I feel like I am, but yeah, there's a little bit of a not knowing who I am necessarily in the season, just because I was partly because I was in her for such a long time. I was cast. I started preparing with her, with my acting coach, Tasha Smith, for the audition in 2017. I don't think anyone would be the same after three years, but I think when the person you're playing is so big and their impact is so important and and their legacy was truly suppressed, you know, and I, I think mm. such so much in her life, so much victory and so much trauma at the same time, you know, you're changed at a, a more rapid kind of dramatic pace, you know? <laughs> Be sure to subscribe to the Awardist podcast for more from Day and from all of this year's biggest Oscar contenders. And you can stream The United States versus Billie Holiday on Hulu right now. It's trivia time. If Andra Day lands an Oscar nomination for playing Billie Holiday, she wouldn't be the first performer to do so. What other iconic singer previously received an Oscar nod for playing Holiday in a biopic? Beyonce, Whitney Houston, or Diana Ross? Stick around for the answer. And we're sticking with singers here for a second to talk Britney Spears, who was not only mentioned, but celebrated in episode five of the new Netflix series, Jenny and Georgia. Daughter Jenny is going to a Halloween party where she and some of her friends are all dressing up as the pop princess in some of her iconic music video looks. But iconic isn't exactly the word Jenny uses when telling mom Georgia about it. Take a listen, it's our soundbite of the week. Max, you want to join us later for movie night? We have a costume party. You in a costume? We're going as Britney Spears. It's going to be retro. Oh, okay. You just called Britney Spears retro, so I have to go cryogenically freeze myself now. Wow, what a toxic thing to say. Criminal, even. Really drives me crazy to hear her called retro. All right, enough the puns. What to Watch will be right back. Hey everyone, I'm Sid Evans, Editor-in-Chief of Southern Living and host of Biscuits and Jam. Since 2020, I've been interviewing musicians, chefs, authors, and other Southern icons about their family traditions, their faith, their favorite meals, and of course, what it means to be Southern. And I'm excited to announce Season 5 of our award-winning podcast. Join me every Tuesday for new conversations with some of the most interesting and influential Southerners around. Be sure to follow Biscuits and Jam wherever you get your podcasts. You can also find us online at southernliving.com slash biscuits and jam. Welcome back to EW's What to Watch. Number two. Calling all tough guys, rough guys, puff guys, and bad guys, or just Billie Eilish fans. You won't want to miss our number two pick, Apple's new documentary, The World's a Little Blurry. The doc tracks Eilish's rise to fame alongside the making of her debut album, When We All Fall Asleep, Where Do We Go? Through intimate home videos, along with new footage directed by filmmaker R.J. Cutler, The World's a Little Blurry follows Eilish and her brother Phineas on the road, on stage, and at home, showing how these young siblings from L.A. crafted an album that swept the 2020 Grammys and took the music world by storm. Here's a preview. This is my parents' bed, and I sleep in here because I'm scared of monsters. Today's the day to celebrate. We made this album in a bedroom at our house that we grew up in, so it's really like anything is possible. I honestly don't know how any artist of any age is doing it without a parent. 
Is that million? Yeah. Oh my god. Step on the glass. Staple your tongue. Bury a friend. I wanna end me. Bad. Again. End me. Nope. I wanna, I wanna, I wanna end me. Boom. Cutler previously described the film to EW as, quote, an epic journey and a full meal as the nearly two-and-a-half-hour running time attests. As we said, fans will not want to miss this one. Billie Eilish, The World's a Little Blurry, is streaming now on Apple TV+. And now, roll out the red carpet for our number one pick, the 2021 Golden Globe Awards. Hollywood's biggest party will take place this Sunday in some sort of socially distanced form. It's still unclear exactly what the ceremony will look like, though Globe's MVPs Tina Fey and Amy Poehler have been tapped to host once again, only this time they'll be on separate coasts. Still, one way or another, the Hollywood Foreign Press Association will declare its choices for the best movies and TV of 2020. Top contenders on the film side include Nomadland, The Trial of the Chicago 7, Mank, and Promising Young Woman, which we are confident will land star Carrie Mulligan her first Golden Globe win. EW's awards experts Joey Nolfi and David Camfield discuss their picks for this year's film winners on the latest episode of our What to Watch video series, now available on People TV. Here's a clip from our conversation. It seems like a surefire posthumous win for Chadwick Boseman uh, in the Best Actor in a Motion Picture Drama category. He's he's just spectacular in My Rainey's Black Bottom, and that movie's uh, received universal acclaim, but we also know that Hollywood loves itself a film about itself. So do you think Gary Oldman's performance as screenwriter Herman J. Mankiewicz in Mank could come in for the steal and feed that Hollywood narcissism? Um, I think that of these, Mank is probably, David, would you say probably number four? Or it's probably above only Tahar, I think? Yeah, Tahar Rahim for the Mauritanian. Uh-huh. Is, as, as Kristen said earlier about someone else, the nomination is the win. Yeah. Um, I would say, I think Anthony Hopkins is very competitive here. Yep. Um, mm-hmm. I just rewatched The Father, actually, and I really, he's just so extraordinary in so that movie. Good. So good. And another I, one with Olivia Coleman, right? Yeah. Yes. Who yeah, she could yeah. show up, I think, uh, at the Oscars, too. So I think keep an eye out for her, for sure. Definitely some interesting competition going on there. Meanwhile, on the TV side of things, we expect wins for The Crown's Princess Di, Emma Corrin, Anya Taylor-Joy's star turn in The Queen's Gambit, and Apple's buzzy, feel-good comedy Ted Lasso. You can check out our full list of who will and should win at EW.com. And tune in to NBC at 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific for the 78th Golden Globes on Sunday. And finally this weekend, the answer to our trivia question. What other iconic singer received an Oscar nod for playing Billie Holiday in a biopic? Beyonce, Whitney Houston, or Diana Ross? Come see about the answer. It was Diana Ross. The former Supremes lead singer received her only Oscar nomination to date for her performance as Holiday in 1972's Lady Sings the Blues. That is our show for this weekend. We'll have more news and must-see picks for you on Monday, so be sure to follow or subscribe to What to Watch so you don't miss our daily recommendations, more of which can be found at EW.com. I'm senior TV editor Jared Hall. You can find us on Twitter at EW, and I'm at Jared Hall. Thanks so much for listening, and have a great weekend. What to 
What to Watch is written by Tyler Aquilina, edited and produced by Joshua Heller, produced and hosted by Jared Hall, and executive produced by Shana Naomi Krokmal and Carly Usden.